Life can be so challenging. Where can you go to get divine clarification, help, and advice? Well, may I introduce Natasha Venter, medium, coach, and direct connection to your guides and angels. Through her podcast, Life Clarifications, Natasha will help you navigate through and create your life's destiny. My name is Kevin McDonald, co-host of this podcast, and I've seen her work and know that through her incredible talent, you can be changed forever. So let's start another episode of Life Clarifications with Natasha. And I know that for me, I really work on not judging myself because I'm perfectly imperfect. <laughs> I make mistakes. Like today I was teaching a kid, uh, one of my students, because I help out um, or I'm a paraeducator at my local school. And we were trying to read a word and she spelled it for me, A-I-M. And me being dyslexic, I went, I am. A-M, ma'am. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. The A and the I together make A and then the M. Aim. I get it now, but I had to go through literally what I just showed you. And she's dyslexic too. Not diagnosed, but you know, when you're when you have someone who's who has kind of the same scenario, you kind of go through, oh, I recognize that person, you know, in me. And so she saw me going through that process and she's like, going, oh, you know, because I've told her I have problems. I've told her that I'm imperfect. And I go, see how my brain had to work through that? Because she couldn't even label that either because it was the brain turned it around as we do. And, and so we all have these moments where we kind of go, wait a minute. It's a three-letter word. Am I supposed to get that? <laughs> you know? And then at the same time, and somebody else would walk by and go, it's AIM. And I'm like going, yeah, but my brain went, A-I-M. And so with that, that we never know what we are. And we are made exactly the way we're supposed to be. And we judge ourselves. And like I was working today, I kind of giggled. I said, see, my brain even went for a little while, didn't it? And she kind of giggled. You know, and this is a third grader talking to, you know, me being the age that I am. And and it's like, you know, we're just kind of managing the best we can. And it's that perfectly imperfect. And so please, you know, know that why am I to judge when I can't even read the word aim? And I can't even say it right now. Aim. You know what I mean? It's like. There's, why should I judge? Why? You know, um, now I might kind of go, ouch, ouch. Mm, yeah, I wish you would have made a different choice. But yet at the same time, life is life and we're on a learning curve. So why not just say, can I just have help, please? That's a, that's a good, a good phrase to use. Can I just have help, please? Yes, because we never know when we need that little bit of, um, oh, just, I'm just having a hard moment. And, you know, that's the thing is, is that I, you can email me, check out my website. It's perfectly imperfect too. And I've got somebody who's going to help me fill in, as I call it, my holes. That, like I tell people, it's like, how am I supposed to know what I don't, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to fix if I don't even see what I need to not fix? You know, I don't know it. And so I'm going to be having somebody help me with my website. So it may be perfectly imperfect, not up to snuff to some people, not, you know, quick as things, but at the same time, I want you to go check it out out because that's a good way to reach me uh angelicclarifications.com and when we're doing things like that there's just moments where we can do things uh and that's why i want us to and that's why this big picture i had this big picture of after kevin and i talked that we were supposed to go live we were thinking on his podcast but it turned out to be youtube because you know, the universe gives us an image and then it says, wait a minute, I got a bigger picture for you. And so we got deterred onto doing this. And then, then all of a sudden I saw that we could be on like the radio, which is taking calls and things like that. And so once people get to know that we're here every Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time, that you can call in and Kevin is going to put the number on. The Already call. done. Already done? It's all. It's all. It's up there. And uh, if you, if, so if you want to go, if you're listening, if you want to go to two zero six four zero eight thirteen ninety five, 
and uh, that that will appear here, and then we'll get you on the air with uh, Natasha, and she can help you with whatever it is that you need help with. Yes, because and this is actually a free moment because I do honestly uh, have a fee for my uh, half an hour, an hour session, or however long, or if I'm going to go clear, um, cleanse a house of spirits or, or negative energy, or if I, I love, like the other day I did safely a group, small group of, a uh, of a mediumship group. And out of the several of us, Four of those women had, and it, and it could be men too. It doesn't have to be women or men, but it just happened to be women this time. Had lost children, uh, and That's some so of tough. them, two of them, were because of um, drugs, and um, one was because of an illness that came from drugs, and another one was twenty years ago, and and so with that, that that it, it gave me. Gr- I'm going to stop for a moment because that's that was just such a big moment that I had the ownership of being a voice for loved ones to honor their mothers who lost children. Oh, that's and big. It, it was big. It, it was big. And I hold it big. Uh, and because there's nothing more life altering than losing a child. No. You know, there's. There's the loss of parents, there's the loss of grandparents, there's the loss of animals, there's the loss of loved ones, aunts, uncles, uh, best friends. When we lose a child, you know, witnessing my mother of heart of 20 years, it's just another, no words. it's, It's a journey that it's unlike any other journey. And, and I... And I was grateful for the messages that that came across for them that um, and the one the one that that I'm getting a tap that I need to share right now is, is that those of of people, loved ones who fathers, mothers, grandchildren or grandmothers, um, aunts, uncles who have lost somebody because of drugs or committing suicide, that the message that all four of these children gave their mothers was you did nothing wrong. Yeah. It was not your fault. You did nothing wrong. And I'm just, I'm getting, I'm getting chills as it is right now because it was so heartfully gave that no matter what, like one child, you know, she, she brought in so much from a past life that she just couldn't handle the energies of today. And the mother did the best she could with what she knew at that moment in time. Yes, with looking back, they were oopses and upses and I shouldn't haves and, and that kind of thing. But at the same time, she did nothing wrong because she was doing what she could do at that time, even if it was being angry or or depressed or whatever because of that mother having moments in her life being emotional and you know the same message came from the other ones that there just wasn't it just happened like one one of the 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 children died younger in in her teens but like she says mom you didn't you weren't there when i took the drug that got me attached right away right and that's not your fault, you know, that I had the friend in the wrong place at the wrong time, give me the right drug to get me addicted for the rest of my life. It wasn't your fault, mom. You know, you tried your best. You tried what you could do, but it wasn't your fault. And and I know that 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 night was confidential. That's why I'm not using names. That's why I'm not using anything that will pertain to these people. And, and they will know this if they're hearing it. But I'm hoping that there's enough, you know, distance but the messages were so clear but it was meant for everyone that's what i was just gonna say natasha is that the the reason why you're being told to give these messages now is because this is for somebody who's listening now Mm -hmm. who's gone through the same thing so to stop i'll stop you continue you're doing great and and that's and i and i know that but i just want to make sure that people know that that when I am in a session with someone, that is between you, your guides, my guides, and me. 
and it's not necessarily for me to be the disclaimer of, oh, I talked to Sansa. No, my husband doesn't even know who I've talked to sometimes and about what, you know, unless there's that universal, like I just gave out here, that universal message that we both can use in a conversation. And so with that, that I just want people to know that I hold love and I hold gratitude. And I'm hoping that this message, even if it's just quick, and it wasn't even on the agenda to talk about, was meant to be. Because that's what we're going into is, is that this um, full moon or this, you know, Mercury in retrograde, the, uh, the, uh, the spirit time of the full moon at the same time that Halloween is going, it's, it's amazing and then Mars is in retrograde still. And so all of them, Mars and, and Mercury, basically is about, ret- is about communication right now. Uh, and technology, technology is about communication, phones working right, things being downloaded, uploaded, everything like that. And then you have spirit coming in. And I'm already getting that message that this is going to be pretty powerful. So if you feel like your loved ones are tapping you on the shoulder or you feel the whoo like i just felt um as my dad walked by you got a you got a willy wisdom is what they- <laughs> i did as, as my dad walked by saying yes you know because my dad's now passed um let's see my oldest child is 26 so 26 years now that um that's how i can tell um, that's pretty sad i check in how, how old my kids are to know how how long my parents have been gone oh, then coinciding of, 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 you know, parents passing and, and kids being born. So with that, the, the, you know, we just kind of have these moments where spirit is going to be with us and, and don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. Uh, you know, if you see something out of the corner, of your, your, your eye, or you smell something that is kind of a normal smell that you would have smell, smelled from a loved one, just know that they're just saying hi and, Most of the time, they're saying, I love you, and I'm grateful for you, and I'm here to support you. By the way, uh, and that's a beautiful message, but I wanted to let you know that I have got a uh, special guest on the line who you haven't met yet. Oh! Are you you there, Mr. Travis? I'm here. (laughs) Can you hear him? Travis, how are you? Thank you for trusting to call in. He had no choice. (laughs) I, I I did not have a choice. <laughs> well, thank you for trusting that you were to call in and <laughs> and follow the guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I called him and all he had to do was answer the phone. And then he, <laughs> But he but he oh, welcome. <laughs> but he called a little bit ago and oh, and, and and Trevor, I just want to let you know that uh, um I sent Kyle a message. Kyle's Kyle's uh, father passed away in and in, in the in, in the Memorial Day area, and so mm-hmm. I sent I sent him a message, and he still calls me Mister McDonald, which I just don't understand. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well. And did you did you look on Facebook today? A little bit. I had a lot of people on Facebook. You do. Well, no. Did you you notice that uh, the uh, uh, what we did with the uh, with the podcast on Monday that I dedicated to Randy, his uncle, who passed away last Thursday? So it hasn't been quite a week yet. Yes, I saw that you did one. I obviously haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Nope, you will, you will, and I do have to. I do have to give him, uh, my son, uh, a lot of uh, kudos because he came into my house last week on Friday and he said, "By the way, you have to continue doing your podcast." So, oh. <laughs> that's a gift to know. <laughs> do you remember that, sir? Oh yes, and oh, what? Yes. And- yeah, you got you to keep going. And uh, do you have any questions for uh, Natasha while you're here? Um, just just to say hello. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you, sweetie. That that you know we're we're all in this dance of oh, okay, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And and you know you're caught off guard. So thank you. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just excited because this is kind of a test of the technology, so it all works. So this is you're on. By the way, Travis, you're on live on YouTube at the moment. Ooh, boy! So you're fancy. Yeah, yeah so you're so you're along for the ride. <laughs> and, well, whether I like it or not, apparently. <laughs> well, I am. Sometimes the universe guides us through us kicking and screaming to get the message of what we're supposed to hear and be. And, and you know, like I, I told your dad that, you know, it's just, you know, I'm sorry, you know, Kevin, you're along for the ride when you hook up with me. <laughs> and, and so look where it brought him, you know, type of thing. So, you know, it's just one of those things. You're along for the ride, too, I guess. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> now you know Natasha is a, is a medium. Okay. Would you like to talk to Grandpa, maybe? Uh, or whoever comes through. You have um. Okay, there's. A, he he says he's an uncle, but not not. It's not the uncle that just passed. So he would have been another like an uncle. Like on your more your mom's side, is there someone who passed that is maybe a great uncle or someone you knew when you were younger? Um, he's um, he feels like he's on your mom's side. Yeah, my so, mom's brother passed when I was about thirteen. Okay, yeah. So he. Um, He's having a heck of a lot of fun. He was more of a light beat. He was more um, fun, wasn't he? He, um, yeah. Or, or he was pretty serious in his lifetime. So now he's being a lot more fun on now that he's crossed over. So sometimes that happens where, you know, it's like they were so serious in life and then they became free basically from their human bodies. So they went on, but he's, he, he's just, he's joy. Was he joy? Happy, times, yes. just go lucky, that kind of thing. Yeah, he was. Okay, he's uh, he's smiling down on you because he knows that you're having troubles right now, managing some of your um, walk that you're trying to go into. Uh, you're, he says, trust yourself a little bit more. He's saying that uh, you're. And I know that, that with your dad being here, that, that it's kind of awkward to hear some of this. But well, that's I'm all right. I'll to, shut up. I won't listen. You won't listen. <laughs> He's saying, though, that, that trust yourself a little bit more. You're coming into a new awareness of yourself. And he's saying that there's nothing wrong that you're going to be doing. You know, you're going to be making mistakes. Yes, but there's going to be nothing wrong that you're going to be doing. So let go of that attachment of doing wrong. Go for what you're supposed to be doing that calling in you because one step's going to lead you to another. Okay. So trust that walking forward, you're ready to make some decisions that some people aren't going to like. He's saying, but that's basically, <laughs> <Too late. coughs> that's basically what this, this new world we're walking into is supposed to be that we're not supposed to, not supposed to have everybody like what we're doing. And so this calling in you that's been whispering to you, you may not be able to do it in the way that you perceive yourself to do it. Kind of. And, and, he, and your, your uncle is kind of showing me, you know, that, that kind of like me doing with Kevin, you know, I pictured you know, your dad doing, going through my YouTube page and making it come live, but no, I had to end up doing my end, which was going YouTube live on my to my station he handles his station i handle my station and and we combine the togetherness in the middle and so with that the, the don't be stuck that he's saying don't be stuck in the xyz of how it's supposed to be you may need to put in an a you need to put in a d you may put need to put in an m and so think about what you can do at the moment to make it work better you're not on a wrong path though 
He's he's a mechanic, okay. so he puts everything together in schematic form. So it's. <laughs> well, my husband was a mechanic, and he's got that mechanical mind. But you know, sometimes you have to go back to the basics and just go, "What am I supposed to do with this now?" Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So, but one thing he wants you to know is is that that trust the new knowings that you're becoming of yourself, your emotions. You know, he says, us old men, when we were back then, we weren't taught to do our emotions and and do the things that we were supposed to do. He says, it's time for you to start knowing that you can be human. Okay. Now, remember, if something doesn't sit quite right, kind of sit and put in your back pocket and kind of say, hmm, yeah, I'll try that out for a little bit. Because that's, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of vulnerability. It, it does help us. But sometimes we have to do it on a, on a learning curve. You know, we can't just jump right into something. Right. We kind of got to merge it in. Right. Okay. Man, I do have a question for you because I also knew Uncle Bruce. And uh, uh, he... Um, had a tragedy in his life and his, his wife passed away. And, and, uh, so he ended up, uh, uh, having severe depression and he ended up taking his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, now that was 20 years ago. He's all through with that now. And he's a happy guy now, right? Yes, he is. He is. He, uh, yes. And, and maybe that's why he tagged into the emotional part of it that, you know, about, um, which makes sense now. Sometimes I just get, I when I get messages from loved ones or, or someone, I try to be as clear channel so I don't question why they're saying something. You know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting really a movie going off or anything like that with him. But he's just telling me words and, and I'm just getting this joy feeling from him. So he's not attached to the emotions that he was. Um, and, but he is, you know, now that we've talked about that, he is saying uh, that, that he, you know, that is part of why he wants you to be more um, okay with yourself. That there's going to be the ups and downs. There's going to be the ins and outs. And and he's saying, um, just in a second here. He's saying, no matter what the hard times are, there's always tomorrow. And I did not see that. And yet I wasn't supposed to be here past my time. He's saying that there's something about that, that he, he, he did at the end of his road in his journey. And he's sorry for the loss for everyone, but yet he's, he's grateful that, that he can be, he actually comes and bugs you once in a while. Um, I see I see him looking over your shoulder, like when you're hunched over working on something, and he goes, and he, and I can almost hear him say, are you sure you want to do it that way? Are you sure? Holy, <laughs> holy crap. Do you know that my son told me that? He said, it's, it's like Uncle Bruce is over my shoulder along with Grandpa on the other shoulder, and they're saying, are you sure you want to do it that way? Is, is that not correct, sir? That's, that happens from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to know, though, that he's putting it. He's he has a huge smile on his on his face, and so he's he's. It's more of a joke to lighten your mood, probably more, because you get so serious when you're doing something that sometimes you get too serious in it that you don't see the bigger picture of what to do with it. That makes sense. <laughs> I know. Truth isn't always easy to hear sometimes, is it? Although I have to tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I almost fell out of my chair because if there's, if there's anybody on the other side that my son would like to hear from, that's the guy. That was the guy. That, and that's why he knows it. And he, he's saying that, you know, joy is so short-lived in the human body. Enjoy it when you have it. That's what he's saying. Joy is so short-lived in the body. Enjoy it when you have it. You know, and, and him fighting depression, it makes sense why he's saying that. Right. Does that help you, young man? Uh, that, 
It certainly does. <laughs> I'm glad. I keep, I'm glad. That's, See, thank that's, you for trusting the, the, the phone call that was meant to have you come in. <laughs> that's pretty incredible. Well, thank you. Is there any other questions you may have or, or any if that triggers another thing that you would like to, you know, talk about? Because nobody knows you. You're just Travis on the phone. So. Uh, nothing springing to mind. Okay. All right, I just have to share with you. I keep doing this to him. I've done this to him with several several people. One of which taught helped him improve his golf game because my dad gave him some tips from the other side. (laughs) You play golf, then, huh? My husband plays golf. As as often as I can afford to. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, You know, golf is one of those sports that if you can take what you learn on the golf course and apply it to your life, you'll do pretty darn good. (laughs) That's true. You know, that'd be calm. Take a breath before you swing. Focus on what your intention is. Focus on where you want things to go. Uh, What's another one? Um, uh, Let frustration sit on the back burner because if you get frustrated, it can ruin your next shot. Uh, remember that you don't always have to be strong to make it go far. So sometimes we have That's to do it. things gently to to make life move. And so you know, it, there's a lot of applications you can use with with golf and life. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of going, we have to let him go because his puppy dog has been in in the house since about eight o'clock or no six o'clock this morning, and she's telling me I gotta go. <laughs> she's crossing her legs. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Well, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, and, thank you. Anything else, my boy? Before I, <laughs> now that I blindsided you. <laughs> no, I. I I got way more out of that phone call than I was expecting to. <laughs> well, I'm glad you picked up. Just remember, just remember, you're loved. No matter what you do, where you go, what your personality is, what your emotion is at the time, that you are loved. Okay, you got family members on the other side and your team. They just want you to know that you're loved. Well, thank you for thank you for doing that. You're more than welcome. Have a good day and blessings to you. Take care, my boy. You too. (laughs) I'll call so you can yell at me later. (laughs) I will talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Have a good day. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Well, now that that was fun. I, you know, I, this is this is one of the reasons why I do this, and I do this with people like you, because um, when you said it's your uncle, and it's on more of your wife's or your your mother's side, that was mm-hmm. that obviously is is her brother. Yeah, and uh, he he had a. Really well, you know. The sad part was is that um, he married a gal by the name of uh, Sandy, and Sandy had a congenital heart defect. Her heart was actually in her body backwards, and she wasn't expected to live past her mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Well, she ended up passing about the age of forty. And uh, my favorite story about her was she uh, was in intensive care at the University of Washington for about three three and a half months. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to get her healthy enough so that they could put a new heart in her, give her give her a new heart. Well, during that during that period of time, she died fourteen times, ah. mm-hmm. and they kept on bringing bringing her back and bringing her back and bringing her back. The day that she finally passed, she died. I think they said seven times, mm-hmm. and the last time, this is see, this is one of those stories that that I just. Am able to pile on and pile on the evidence, the evidence, the evidence continues, and the the story goes that on the last time that they were able to resuscitate her, she woke up with she woke she woke up with a very surprised look on her face, mm-hmm. like, damn, what am I back here for? I didn't want to stay. No, her body was completely no, it broken. It wasn't that she didn't want to 
to stay. There was a part of herself that she wanted to stay, but she knew it wasn't for for her to stay. Right. And her she, body was she broken. Had a timeline in that, and she she was actually past that timeline because she had because your your um your brother in law and you had a pretty good relationship, didn't you? No, nah, more or less, more or less. Yeah, that um that he that their relationship was pretty they knew that they were on borrowed time yes that they that they did and so with that 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 um and that's i think why that that you know when you know you're on borrowed time you're not still not ready to leave some have somebody leave you and you know it's just an interesting process oh it was and and his uh um his whole deal was that, that she was in the intensive care for a long time. Like I said, about mm-hmm. three months. And um, then things began to cascade for him. He'd, he'd uh, started a relationship with a much younger gal, uh, which was a mistake to begin with. Because, see, when you she turn... on rebound. Yes. When you turn 40 and you still think you're 20, the, the one that's 20 that doesn't think you're 20 anymore and then then so she she got him to get some money and so she took some money from him and and uh then then he got the bill for the uh, hospital stay which was well in excess of half a million dollars and uh he did pass what the insurance would cover and, yeah, and he, he just and in his morals he could not do like a, a medical uh, bankruptcy well, he had he thought about it had, but but he but then the final straw was he got into trouble at work because of this young gal, and he was about ready to lose his job, and so he had an argument with his father because his father's a very strong business uh, uh, person and and stuff, and so he literally felt like he had no way out. Mm-hmm. And and so he decided. And so in his mind, it was his time because it, mm-hmm. he didn't. He could not see. And this is a story that I like to tell for everybody that's out there that that feels like they're at the end of their rope and they don't have any options. That's just not so. It isn't so. It, it's so unso. Because uh, there and and it's called heavy. When we're in those moments of that kind of depression, that kind of hole, that kind of, um, or what do you want to call it, that kind of um, sorrow, that place of just no man's land. It's like feeling like you're out on a desert um, island and there's no water around you even. It's just a desert island and it's dry and there's no possibilities and uh, and I'm and the reason why I know some of these things is that when I'm talking about an emotion and stuff that all of us in past lives have had an opportunity to experience something. And for me, I call upon my past lives like turning back a book, a page of a book. And so with that, that I go quickly to a moment of this and I have I had a past life where I committed suicide. I know I did. I had a couple of them actually and and so I'm going to that space of knowing of of just I'm not necessarily going back to that past life so I'm not feeling so done down and boom here but at the same time I have that understanding that kind of that that overall ripple effect of feeling of that moment and and if somebody can just have the strength, that moment of strength to just reach out and talk to someone, not sometimes always the ones that we know. Sometimes it has to be someone we don't know, like a phone call to just the 911 or a phone call to someone who doesn't know us because sometimes they have an insight that can bring us out of that and give us hope. And that's called the universe saying, tapping us, call, call, call. It's not your time yet. It's not your time yet. And, and I just, I just hope that somebody can do that. Cause sometimes we call those people that like, um, 
maybe a family member who we feel like we're trustworthy and they say, I don't have time for you, you know, because they're just, they're, they, they're, they're just not in a good place themselves. And now let me ask you, understand that. where are you, you know, getting, where, where are you getting that from? That's, that is coming. That is a message that you are sending. Yes. And the reason that I know that is because he got in trouble at work so he called his father. Mm-hmm. His father didn't really have time for him, told him to buck up and get back to work and say you're sorry and do what you got to do because you can't afford to lose your job. And it was your fault. And rather than saying the way that the story played out that day was I got a call that said that uh, from um, the, the sheriff had got one phone number and it was uh, Sandy's brother and Sandy and they had my phone number. So they gave me a call and mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I went down to grandma and grandpa's and I didn't tell them ahead of time that we were coming, that Bruce had died. We wanted to be there in person to say that, that, that he, that he was now gone. And, uh, so we walked in the door and I, th- and, and grandpa and grandma and I did not have the greatest relationship. So when they turned around and walked, see, I can see why. <laughs> and so when they, no, it's, it's getting that, the kind of that, um, that feeling. Cause I, when I'm tapping into someone's without permission, I kind of just kind of go over their house and kind of go, Oh yeah, I can, I can feel that. Yeah. So, so when we walked in the door and, and, uh, they turned around and, uh, grandpa, uh, uh, pointed or, or, or touched, uh, grandma on the shoulder and said, see, I told you, I told you, I thought they were talking about that. We, we were there to announce that we were getting a divorce and they were going to be real happy about that. And, uh, but what it was, was he knew after the conversation he had with his son that day that his son was not in a very good place. And instead of taking the time and the effort to drive up there, he let it go. And he knew it very deeply that he knew that his son was going to commit suicide that day. And so he said to her, see, I told you he was going to do that. I told you. And it's like, you didn't go and, and, and try and save you. So, so anyway, but, but that's why you got that message. You know, the way that, that your grandfather, um, the way that, or the, the way that the man that you're talking about, my father-in-law, the father-in-law, thank you. The father-in-law's, the way that he had things, his father, did his father beat him? Um, he, he grew up in Florida and would not be a bit surprised if he got switched every now and again. I would say more than now and again. Uh, and so he came by it. I'm, I'm not saying it's, there's a. I'm not giving it an excuse, but he came by it honestly. His his shutdown, perfectionist. You do it my way or the highway. That kind of attitude was something that he learned it honestly because it was. I feel like that it was beaten him in him to be that way, um, in more ways than one. If it wasn't physically, it was emotionally, and so it, it's it's it just kind of came down the hill and that's why your brother-in-law didn't really have the tools to manage some of his emotions because his father didn't teach him to manage his emotions. No, his father was very closed and, and that's how men were uh, back yes. in the, back in the day. Um, yes. Cause he, he, I'm so grateful that men are waking up now. Thank you, Kevin, for being a woken up man. <laughs> and I can say the same thing for my husband, but it takes, I mean this with love. It takes us women to have kindness for the new men trying to awaken their emotions that we, we just have kindness for it. You know, sometimes they have, we have to stretch it out and, and just say, it's okay if you're that way right now, you know, don't be angry with me, but it's okay that you are, you know, it's that, it's that process of, of communication and, and that kind of thing. So I'm hoping that if someone in the uh, who's watching right now or or someone who would like to have a, a message or anything, please even just write it in the comments. Or give us a call, 206-408-1395. And I have to tell you guys 
This is almost like world-renowned stuff because we are now uh, live on YouTube, which is worldwide, and this is like a real, honest-to-goodness call-in radio show. So you can talk live with Natasha about what it is that you need help with, uh, and she's very versed. Uh, uh, um, life clarifications is what she does. She's really good at what she does. So Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, because I I do. I, I Ego steps aside. I was born this way, so I've had a lot of years to practice who I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so with that, the, and, and this, this phone call is a toll-free number? Oh, yeah. Just, just dial 206. So four oh uh what is it four oh eight thirteen ninety five and it's toll free you just you just can do and and it shows up on my little board here and we'll put you in and talk have you talk to Natasha about whatever it is that you need to talk about if you're not if you're concerned about where you're going in life your future what you're doing with your job what you're doing with your family with um she she really is legitimately she's been through the wars herself. And so she legitimately is really gifted at what she does which is why she's on we we do this because i don't work with chopped liver i work with only the best well thank you for that trust and that um that that you're not chopped liver i'm grateful i'm i'm very honored actually i'm very honored because i know that you work with very many you in the past years that you've been you've worked with many and and so I'm grateful that you see me in that light because that's that's where I like to be is, is you know, I, I doubt I don't doubt myself. I may be wrong, but I don't doubt myself. And and so with that, that it's just that process of just connecting. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> When, when, and you know, it's, it's funny because I've done this a lot and done this with a lot of, a lot of mediums. Some, some are really good like you and some are not, you know, not so good, but you never know. It's kind of like, you never, you never know what you're going to get. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a box of chocolates sometimes. And, uh, and so when, and also it is a real tall order to, to say to a medium, Okay, I'd like you to perform now and uh, and to pick out somebody that is really near and dear to my heart and and so I wasn't sure if you know and I and I put him on the spot and I put you on the spot and I wasn't sure how it was going to go but then you said uncle uncle from her side and it's like I knew exactly who he wanted to talk to and that <laughs> was the guy anything to show me that you knew who I was talking about so. I did not give you a no didn't didn't need to because that was it was a really um it it, it was him and he was coming through to talk to Travis because that was see when he died Travis was 13 and when he, when it's uh, a hard age to have someone who you care about pass and uh and he felt like he'd been left out he was he's like a tweener so he wasn't an adult and he wasn't a real child but he didn't feel like he was being um validated by his mom as far as working you know cleaning up the house and and helping out and stuff so he was imminently involved with that things but he wasn't rewarded for it and all that he's held that that's been a bit of an anchor that he's held all this time he's you know, he's 31 now Amazing what our children can pick up on that we were like going oh why did you pick that to have that as your cornerstone cornerstone of a building of a part of your your um, of who you are <laughs> but but i do have a i do have a question for you yes that it didn't even dawn on it so okay um when i was 23 or 24 on 4th of july uh, a guy um, who I didn't know, but uh, he was a family, a friend of the of Bruce's family, and uh, he went out and he put a gun underneath his chin as Bruce and I were walking up to him, and oh. and took his own life. Uh, years later, Bruce takes his own life, but he shoots himself in the chest. Apparently, he saw what happened to your head, and he didn't want to have that happen, so he shots shoots himself in his chest. My my uh, um. 
my Sandy, my sister-in-law, died of congenital heart failure. My uncle died. Uh, we're not quite sure how he died, but he was walking up I-5 uh, in the middle of the night and got hit by seven cars. Maybe that was what it was that, that did him in. Um, and and then um, in... Was he... Was he um, I don't want to call him drunk, but he... Did he have episodes where he almost kind of went lucid in his mind? He was he was he was trying to walk home from Western State Hospital. He 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 had because I'm getting that that he he I I don't I know that he drank I know that he had problems but but at the time he was it was like his brain was on drugs but it wasn't on drugs. Well, what they did, back in those days, what they would do to you is they would give you barbiturates to have you go to sleep at night and they'd give you amphetamines to wake you up in the morning. This is what the doctors did. And uh, and so he was constantly medicated and stuck on the things. And he didn't know, he was kind of out of his right mind because he didn't know how to get to our house other than walking up I-5. So he got, so he started walking up by yeah. five and got hit by. So, and, and he, his wiring in his brain, um, was broken. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, suitable for life for long term. Right. Right. Well, he did. And there was that, that he, he came out, um, there was things that happened in the womb that, that, um, caused, uh, no, it could have been just a strong emotion that happened while uh, mom was carrying him, you know, that could have triggered some diswiring, miswiring or um, some, you know, kind of like when I was carrying my child, when, um, when my father passed, I had an understanding. I know where it came from. I just, it, it came to me intuitively. I know that, but I had an understanding. My child was six weeks away from being born that I had a choice, either have grief, sadness, or be um, overwhelmed with the grief. Mm -hmm. That my kid would only get uh, hormones of the grief, the hormones of disheartenedness, whatever those emotions going through me, that would have been, since my child was in me, would have felt all of that. And I did not want my child to be damaged for the rest of his life by my emotions. And so I had an understanding, go through grief, go through the sadness, but don't let it overtake me so it overtakes my child. Right. Now, my dad and I were ones that we finished each other's sentences. Um, You know, we were best friends even since day before we were born, we were best friends. You know, we, we were two peas in a pod. Um, I would work on the car with him. I've blown in insulation in a house with him. I mean, it didn't matter what my dad was doing, working on wood. I was there. My mom knew that I was a daddy's girl, but it wasn't necessarily a daddy's girl. It was my father soul and my soul knew each other. And so we enjoyed being with each other. That's more what it was about than it was me being a daddy's girl and my daddy spoiling me. Right. You know, he didn't spoil me. He actually took my car, the car. I was an only child, only, only grandchild. So I didn't call in late. And he was the one that took my car away from me. That's only because he loved you. Exactly. But we had that connection. So when he passed, it was like, it, it, I wouldn't call it a part of me died or passed with him. Because I don't do that. Um, I am me. But a part of my um, my being lost a part of that support realm with my being. Sure. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. I don't know how to put it. Um, getting... So, so, but, but to finish my original thought is that... And then this spring... Uh, and my dad, uh, of course, has passed. I've had my two favorite dogs I had to put down. And then this spring, my high school buddy that we were inseparable in high school, he passed. And then my brother just passed. What is it going on here? How come everybody's dying? Because that's, uh, it's time for those around us that if they're not meant to be here, the doorway is open for them. 
And they're taking it. (laughs) They're they're taking that door away. They don't want the COVID. They want. That's why we have a lot of of loved ones and non loved ones that are leaving because it's just, it's one of those exit points. And we're going to have a few more that are going to be going, some surprising ones. Um, I think they're going to be some of the stars that we know are going to be passing, especially around the holiday, around Thanksgiving and that kind of thing, because of the, the doorway that's that's coming forth. Um, well, we're here. It's been here for a while now. But um, but with the, the veil being thinner, especially during the holiday, I'm going to call it a holiday, around the, the uh, Halloween time, that that it, it, it's going to be pretty palatable. Well, it it's, does seem to be that a lot of people are deciding, you know, maybe I've got better things to do than, than to be hanging around mm-hmm. doing this. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. But I, I have to, th- on behalf of Travis, I have to thank you. Because he, he actually is very, um, he, he doesn't shut up sometimes, and you, sh- <laughs> and you shut him up. It was it was very it was very much that and and you know you were he he he's a very private kid kid he's a thirty one year old man that's why I was like it's kind of hard to talk about this when your dad's listening <laughs> and and so you, there are things that are going on rattling around in his brain that he is not prepared to tell me about and apparently some and so some of that was like oh no he's not that's not him but apparently it was closer than. Uh, because he doesn't it's it's amazing how you can get inside somebody's head when we can't get into it when we're standing there talking to them so yeah, i applaud and, you for or that even being parents because there's there's something about that spirit knows what exactly somebody needs to hear and that's why i had an agenda for this conversation but obviously spirit took over <laughs> <laughs> which which is really good by the way those of you that are listening and i know that they, there are people out there and there are some of you who are listening i hope you're enjoying this presentation of uh, life uh, clarifications with natasha and uh, i would love for you to subscribe to this channel we are here every wednesday at 4 p.m or so <laughs> 4 p.m on, on wednesday pacific yeah. time and you can uh uh get up the courage to call in talk to natasha it's not that it's not that painful honestly it's not uh no. she, and she's really good at what she does and uh but tell but tell your friends tell other folks that are around you that that this is this is a great place a great place to be and she's just she's a loving soul and she'll treat you with kid gloves i promise you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's not painful at all I, i'm not here to i'm not here to to even if you're making a wrong choice i just kind of sometimes i just kind of go huh. like the like the universe says you really want to keep doing that you know, and because why am I supposed to say you're doing it wrong? It's your life. But yet I'm getting guidance from the universe here. And I do. I do know how to work with negativity. I do know how to work with the, the dark side of life. I know how to work with the shadow effect of life. Um, I've kind of cleaned out um, a very dark being out of my girlfriend's closet who, you know, was kind of like going, I don't want her to come over because I know she can work on me and get me out of here. But you had a dark I, being I, in the closet. I'm getting messages from the universe. I call it the universe of love. And that is, you know, people like your uncle or your brother-in-law, you know, I have them stay here. I talk to mother earth. I talk to all the angels. I talk with, you know, fairies. I talk with a lot of different beings, the star people, you know, but they have to be attached to love for me to really interact with them. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so, you know, we, we are trying to keep these to about an hour. Hour. Um, and which is, so we're coming to the close of that. Unless somebody would like to give us a call right now at 206 408 1395 and uh if you do if you call right now we'll get you in and we'll hold the natasha gee many christmas we'll hold natasha over for a little bit that when i was on the radio 
I know. Well, I'm liable to do it on Sunday as well. So when we do the radio show again, um, so that's 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 liable to happen. So, but yes. is there anything that you would like to you know? And I love the way that we work because it just goes where it's supposed to go. Yes. It does. It does. And thank you for feeling the guidance to have your son call in. I just would love everyone to know, like Travis's uncle said, no matter what you're doing, it's okay to be you. It's okay to be in this dance of life. If you have an emotion, like I sometimes when I get in after work or in the car, I just kind of hold on the steering wheel and go, because that's my emotion at the time, but it's in a safe place, and we just sometimes need to let it out. And so, just know that with Mercury in retrograde, Mars in retrograde, a full moon coming around the um, Halloween, that we're going to be triggered by emotions. We're going to be triggered by saying, "Do I really have to go through this again?" But remember, if we're going through it again, what are we supposed to learn about it? What are we supposed to to say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm free from doing that and be done with certain things. Keep Things keep happening in our lives to be done with them. And sometimes we can't say, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. No, it's called be done. <laughs> and then when you start doing it again, just say, I was done with that, I thought. You know? It's a done is a final a final statement. So with this, just know that you're loved. Know that no matter where you're at, it's called being human. And if you're in that spot, that spot of just feeling, just know sometimes calling the friend is not where to call. Call somebody who is somebody you don't know sometimes, and that will be your light in a dark place. And sometimes we got to trust that that person who doesn't know us can be the person who can say you're okay and you'll make it. Sometimes our loved ones don't always treat us the best. Sadly said. They don't know how sometimes. They don't know how. They haven't been taught. And so with that, sometimes we got to trust the other person. 911 or something like that. There's just some times where we just have to reach out and get a different perspective. Kind of like your brother-in-law. If he would have talked to somebody, he might have been okay about doing the um, uh, the um, bankruptcy of, of because of medical bills. You know, that was not what he was supposed to be responsible for. You know, he just was married to someone who had a life-altering experience that cost a lot of money. And that's why there's certain things that gives us permission to do things safely. That doesn't mean use it as a um, slot machine, you know, bankruptcy as a slot machine. That's not what I'm meaning. But sometimes we have to do something to right ourselves. And that's what I mean. If that was the thing that gave him the breath of air to live the rest of his life, then that's what he was supposed to do. Well, and the other thing is it's a matter of perspective. If his perspective rather than I owe the University of Washington, I think it was, I know it was over half a million. It may have been three quarters of a million. And, and instead of saying, I owe all this money, what am I going to do? He should have just taken it and thrown the fireplace and said, ha, <laughs> there's not a prayer I'm ever going to do deal with that or ever, ever going to get that done. So, um, but at the same time, he didn't have, he didn't reach out to gain, to get the support that he needed from other folks and nobody recognized how deeply distressed he was. he was. And that's what's so sad about the, the, the feeling of feeling you're in the uh, desert Island with nothing around you and no support and no support. And I just hope that somewhere in some place, somebody's mind just says, call. Yes. And they do. Because tomorrow, understanding depression, been there somewhere in my past lives, been there in this lifetime, actually, too, that there's always another moment that can give us a different perspective. They can manage 
us to live a little bit longer and do what we can do. It just takes us trusting to do the phone call or walking out the street and walking into a grocery store and saying, I, I, hi, and start talking to somebody. You know, I talk to a lot of people in the grocery store just because I never know where they're at. You know, I go, hi, how are you? I hope you're doing okay today, you know, or something like that. And from the other side, and this is what I, I will leave from my perspective. And from the other side of that is if you know somebody's in pain, if you know somebody is hurting and, and the, reach out to them. Don't let them sit there and dangle in the wind and wait for, for them to make a, a terrible decision. Reach out. How are you? How can I help? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's all it takes. So please do that. Yes. Now, I know that when somebody keeps calling the, the, you know, waving the red flag, you know, hey, I need help. Hey, I need help. It gets exhausting. But yet at the same time, though, there are perspectives that we can kind of tell, yeah, this is more real. This is not. This is more real. And this is not. And so just just trust your inner gut saying this is the time I need to listen. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, that's Natasha Venter. You can go. Get a hold of her by going where, dear? At www.angeliclarifications.com. Angeliclarifications.com. And she can do things remotely. She can do things in the same room. She obviously, she'd never met my son, and she pulled my uncle right, or his uncle right out of thin air. So... (laughs) You know, she, he, he was talking to her, so she can, she can be helpful. So if you have somebody that you know that can help, and by the way, every Wednesday at four o'clock, we're going to be here. So, and everything that we do is very similar to what we did today. And that's, that's why I have, uh, attached my wagon to her so that she can pull me around. It's really, it really is quite nice. Actually, I think that, that we're, we're co-riding the, the pull in this wagon. So. It's, it's working. It's, it's, I've pushed you and you've pushed me. So. Yep. Anything else you'd like to add before we go? Just know that you're loved even in your dark places. That's your mind talking, not your heart, not your loved ones around you. But your mind is going to tell you things that may not be right. So listen to your heart and know that you're loved. And follow the the rules according to St. John Lennon. All you need is love. And I hope that everybody has a wonderful afternoon. Thank you for participating with us. Go find hey, Natasha. Thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.